Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein with our wondrous world. This world so full of wonders. And don't we live at a time of full of wonders right now? Wow. I, I don't say I like it. It's just, how did this happen? Where did it all come from? God, this is just all over us. And uh, what can we do during this time of pandemic, except for following orders, uh, how to fit into our society? And we have founded this society. We have put those who, who rule over us in, the, in that place. It's up to us now to kind of do the best out of it. So um, individually, we have to make the best out of our situation it's you and me, you know, how can you make the best out of your situation and how can I make the best out of it? I must say, I have enjoyed my time being by myself this much because I don't think I've had that opportunity before, you know, to live by myself. I always lived with someone, at least I've had dogs and cats and things, but now I live with me, my computer, <laughs> my telephone, and you all when you get in touch with me. But I have really had a wonderful time just being by myself, going out for walks, go out to buy food, come back home, cook my food, and not to go out. It's been a totally new life experience for me. And I know many of, us, of you say the same thing. But then I know there are many out there who feel very, very differently about this particular time. And I know this is not necessarily an easy time, but it is a time to find out who we are. It's a time for you to find out who you are. So what, how do you find out who you are? Have you thought about that? Well, I say, turn within. And then you say, how do I do that? How do I turn within? Well, later in the program, we are going to do a very special meditation. And in this meditation, I will tell you how to do that. Today, I'm going to answer a few questions that uh, have come in. And... Um, I don't do readings over the phone. Uh, it's usually just very boring for those other people who are listening. If someone says, why is my leg hurting? And, you know, can you please fix that? And then I should just go into healing process over the phone or over the computer. It's not the way I work. Yes, I work over the computer, over the telephone, but with each individual when no one else is listening, and it usually works pretty well. Well, who am I? I know each time I have someone who's listening to my show who has no clue who I am, they're just a little curious, and they will stay with me for like seven and a half minutes, and then they move on to something else. So first I would say, I, Helena Steiner-Hornstein, I have been given a gift since birth. Somehow it runs 
in the family on my mother's side. I'm Swedish born, but I live outside of Sweden uh, since, you know, I decided to live outside of Sweden, which was after high school, when I pursued my studies at universities in Europe. And then I just started to live, live, live. So anyway, with this gift that I have been given, it's been to help and heal and to put an individual back in good health and balance. In, uh, well, some years ago, that was in 2002, I've done this for a long, long, long time. So anyway, in 2002, I think it was, I was ranked one of the top psychic healers in the world. And now, of course, there's so many more out there, so I'm not sure I can be ranked among the top ones, but I'm still here doing my thing. Nowadays, I'm more into coaching and helping business individuals and particularly women in business because they really need the confidence to move on in that world that has been created by men. And we notice that all the time, the way the whole society has been founded on male principles. And it's not very easy for a woman to kind of fit into that because men and women, we act differently, we think differently. We are totally different. We on opposite sides of each other. So, um, uh, and I have here one of the questions. Uh, well, we have the one I called here, the title, uh, whatever that was. That's, is your partner making you sick? That is actually a very good thing. That could fit in. Which maybe we should start with that one. And I go to the other ones that I have written down. Maybe we'll run out of questions, but we will see here. So, um, uh, is your partner making you sick? Well, first, who is your partner? Is it someone you are married to? Is it someone you just live with? Or is it someone you love and want to have a relationship with? That is something you have to figure out. And then maybe this partner is you. You live by yourself. And maybe without you realizing it, you are making you sick. But we're not going to answer that one now right away. Instead, we're going to go to, you know, the one you live with. If you're thinking about these times, then I just tell you, look at it as temporary because it might just be that you are so sick of each other. And I told a client the other day, the Germans have a very good word which is tapetenwechsel. It means change your wallpaper around you, change your house, change your environment, change, just get out of wherever you are in every way, you know. And that is something that you should think about if you live in a partnership right now that is making you sick. Get out. And I'm sure even in France you can get out and walk on your own can't you? So during these days when it's very easy to be cooped up at home and watch TV and movies like all day and night and you know, I know myself, it's very easy to get hooked onto that and forget to go to bed time on time and so on. But get out of the house 
And if you two of you, you think of each other, both of you go out, but not together. The point is go out alone and now start to discover the world. That is important, that you go on your own and discover the world. And each time you start to think about your relationship, change the subject in your mind. Look at the trees, go and touch a tree, hug a tree, pick up a flower, pick up something, a rock. And let that rock talk to you. It's amazing how anything out of nature can talk to you if you want to listen. If you have a little rock in the ground, it has seen a lot. Many people have touched that rock, maybe animals, maybe you know, uh, thoughts have just gone by that rock. People have just been sitting next to it. People took it up in their hands. Life is so incredible what is out there. And now the French say about love, and they say l'amour, c'est une question de la peau. L'amour, c'est une question de la peau. It's a matter, you know, love is a matter, it's a matter of skin, you just love the presence of that person. So that's important that you have that feeling. You want the presence of that person. So that's why you have to get out and about. And you need to be separated. Have fresh air. Experience something new. Clear your mind. And another thing is, if someone has a problem, you're not married now, for instance, and you notice that you moved in with someone who has problems, and somehow in your goodness you want to help that person, well, now you really have to debate, do you want to continue relationship with this person? It's not necessarily your duty to help that person. If you're not married, you don't necessarily feel you want to stay forever. You can do something, but not take it upon yourself, which some women are doing with some men. They take it upon themselves totally and forget their own lives. It's one thing if you're married, but if you're not and you're kind of just had an attraction to each other and you notice he's toxic for you. Maybe this is just a sign for you to move out quickly. Well, maybe not right now when everything is closed around you. But prepare yourself in your mind. But don't start yelling it out to him. Because, God, you know, there is room for murder also at times. So don't do that. Don't upset certain people. It's very important to have that calm about you. And just begin to nurture your own soul. And once you start to nurture your own soul, you can nurture the other person too in the process. Energy is energy. When you radiate energy out to someone who's toxic, hopefully that person will notice and receive that energy in the same way as you notice that this partner you have with you is toxic and it hits you. So now how do you defend yourself? 
you put yourself in the light. It really works. The light works. It's the best medicine. And this is why also that sunshine and light helps everything. They said now with the coronavirus that is proven that sunshine helps. I was not tested, but I'm sure I'm absolutely like 99 and 99% sure I had the coronavirus and uh, because I had all the symptoms. And I sat in the sun. I went out and sat outside here on my porch, uh, which is, you know, protected from all sides, and uh, sat in the sun. And it felt better. So I believe this is just one kind of frequency of the God light, the sunshine. So use that sunlight for you. And why I thought also I had the coronavirus, because I had all the symptoms, every single one. But I didn't get it. I'm still alive, you know. So I didn't get it, like, very, very badly. But I had three nights when I was quite sick. And one night I was directly scared because my lungs were hurting so much and I could not breathe. What did I do? You know, here is not the thing that you, you know, I had called my doctor in, when it started, said, what should I do? And they said, stay home. Call the ambulance when you feel you need one. And so that was my option. Anyway, I sat in bed and allowed the light to shine into my lungs. <laughs> Almost, you know, I cough again when I think about that. And I pulled down the lungs into my lungs and did that through a whole night. You know, it really made a difference. And that is, if you are listening also, and you have whatever sickness, if you have this lung disease that is going around right now, use the light. There aren't that many options out there. There is no medication. There is no anything. What I also did in the daytime when I ate and I couldn't eat that much because, you know, I had to do my own cooking, I was drinking red wine, and I shouldn't really say that, but I really feel it strengthened me. And I put a tea, well, a big spoon of hot water in the glass, not only to dilute it, but to kind of give it a different temperature. So it was kind of lukewarm or, or body temperature the way I was at the time. So it came in like you know, healing energy for me. And I swear it made me feel so much better. And and I had a reasonable amount, no, not bottle after bottle, but I had a few glasses and it made me feel stronger and happier. So it did do something really good. And I believe this is, you know, I'm very moderate drinker. So I have one glass with dinner like every day. But otherwise, this is, you know, I don't drink much more. So that is why it worked. I don't believe that if you drink an awful lot every day that this is going to make a difference for you. But it's for those people who don't drink a lot. I really believe in alcohol many times as a healing factor, you know, to just, 
use it at times of need. So um, anyway, so when you have this um, about the to- toxic situation, a difficult situation with a partner, communication. We forget that, that communication is extremely important. It's not only communication with the higher power, meaning you know God and the light. It means to communicate with each other when you have a difficult situation. The problem is when you have a difficult situation and your partner is the one making you sick, and that partner might be the one who really is making you sick. It's not you creating the sick situation in the relationship. The partner who is kind of guilty, I say that in quote, might not want to communicate. He might not want to say, yes, let's talk. And then when you talk, be reasonable. And I said that in my last program and again and again, be reasonable. It's such a good word. Don't start to accuse anyone of anything. Just make the fact, just look at the thing and say, it seems we have a problem. At least I have a problem the way I feel about us. Can we talk about it? And then the partner should say, what is it that you are bothered? What is it that's bothering you about me? And you can say that. And there might be a good explanation for it. So I see most of the time, and I've gone through that myself, so I know, communication is number one in all relationships, to communicate with each other. But then it's also that you communicate with the light. What is the light? That's the God flame. And what is that God flame? That is that positive power, that joy, that love, that power that is doing good within you and around you. To communicate with that power, that is so important. You know your whole attitude about your life, about your partner, about yourself might not be the right one. Maybe it is, but maybe it's not. Check that out. You can sit and, you know, make a list for yourself and analyze yourself. No one else knows about it, except for God, of course. But that power you have within you, called God, is actually on your side. That power wants to help you as long as you want to help you. So your attitude really, really matters. And if you can talk when you are with someone and you have a bad situation, it's really important to talk to someone else, not about your situation necessarily, just to talk to someone else, someone who can be fun and someone can talk about something different. Isn't that good? You know, I think you really should think about this a little bit. So communication and open up to the situation. Make a little list. And then, if it's a spouse, go back in time and look at the good times. 
you know, everyone who has problems now has had a good time in the past. Look at that and see what made you so happy and what could have gone wrong now. So I would say that is uh, something. Now, of course, if your partner is yourself, you don't live with anyone else, check out what makes you unhappy. If you say, well, I live alone, no, you're not alone. You have you. You have the light. You're never alone. You have the chance, if you have the chance to listen to me, you have the chance to go and listen to music, to to listen to other stories, you know, on on YouTube or something like this. You're never alone unless you have decided you are alone. And then you can start to care for someone else. Well, you have to care for you first, because when you care for you first, it's easy to go and love and care for someone else. When I, uh, at one point in my life, and uh, this was, uh, I don't know, uh, well, in my 20s, I think, and I was, uh, no, I, I, I was not alone at the time, but I had time left. So I went to see people in hospitals who were left alone usually older people who didn't have any family, and I brought them, you know, something, and they would enjoy that, and I'd sit and chat to them, and I I got very interesting life stories that way and heard what had been good and bad in their lives and who their family were and about their children and how none of the children came to see them. And, you know, I got stories, and... I learned a lot from that time, and I actually loved doing it too. So you have to get permission from the hospital and see if you can do that, and you almost have to have a recommendation why you want to do that. But for some people who are very, very lonely, this might be a great gift that you're giving them, just for coming to sit there by them, pull up a chair, and talk to them. You know, these are people who have had surgeries and they don't, cannot do very much. And they are expected to, to get out again from that place. So uh, when you wake up in the morning and you're by yourself, what can I do today? Is that what you ask yourself? Well, I say when you wake up in the morning, you should just imagine that you sit in light and let that light shine over you. And do that a lot. And when you take your shower, imagine that the shower is like light pouring over you. And you imagine that it makes you feel better and cleaner and cleansing you. And then go for a walk. Have a little plan. You are not alone. And just decide to read a book. I have a wonderful book for you. It's called The White Light, A Limitless Reality. Understanding the law of togetherness. Yes, the understanding the law of togetherness, which is a subtitle to the white light, a limitless reality by Helena Steiner Hornstein. It's award-winning. It has won prizes. It was even an Amazon bestseller for a few days. 
I wish it would be forever, but, you know, I promoted it and people listened. And I'm trying to promote it now again. Use it. It's very, very giving. And many people who read it and have read it say so. If you have that by your bedside table, after you have finished it, you will find that you open it just like you open the Bible. You will get some incredible information. You will find peace. You will find knowledge. You will actually find peace of mind in yourself. So that is what I'm saying. So then here is another question here. Who should I, what shall I take? Do you think it's a sin in God's eye, eyes to be rich? And that's sent by Rita. Rita with two eyes, which means this is Rita in Finland. And uh, I know particularly in Europe there is that old idea that you have to be poor and and suffering to be close to God. That's really not right. This is what religion, what the church, the European Christian church, put in people's heads historically so they, will, so they would make money and give it to the church. I believe in, you know, the 10% in the tithing, and when you make money, and it's perfectly wonderful to make money, I hope you make a lot of money because money is basically good. It is the greed that is not good. And it's not good when you give, uh, when, you, uh, when you make money your God. That is a sin. I would say because you kill for money, you lie for money, you lie, you lie, you lie for money. I say it again and again and again because I see it so much politically today. It's sad that the greed is so unbelievably good, or good, I mean it's so strong that you have to lie in the name of money. So anyway, it is not the sin. In God's eyes, and also it the basic idea, and you have that in in the Bible too. That they talk about not only being well and in the light, but they also talk about in the Bible about riches, and you know, to have gold, to be rich, to be wealthy. It's mentioned. Someone mentioned it to me if it was like 122 times or something. I mean, a very, very high number, but not as a sin. But when you make that number one in your life and you turn it into your God, that is a sin because then you have the value of life wrong. Now, what is this giving a tenth away? And I can hear many say, oh, I don't believe, you know, I'm not going to give away 10% or, or to do the tithing. I worked very hard for this. Well, I need that money. I cannot give it away. Now, I tell you one thing that you can do, and it really works. When you have your money coming in, you take one-tenth of that and put it in a box for you, for a later time, for a rainy day, 
You just do it week after week or month after month. When you make that money, you just put that in your box. And you will be amazed after a few months or after a few years how much you will have. That is tithing, but tithing back to you and, you know, what you might need. That kind of saving I really believe in. So if you can do it that way for you, I tried it myself, it really does work. And it's amazing how much money, and from that what you have been saving for you, you can be giving a tithing to your church or whatever you want to give to, what charity you want to do, give it to. So, but start with that. This is a discipline. It's a good organization for you. So again, money is good. It's what you make with it and how your attitude is about it that it can be sinful and is sinful. So it's not your number one commandment. So you put that first. Then I have someone else who says, sometimes I feel you're too political in your programs. Shouldn't you be more loving since you are so spiritual? (laughs) And this is Bill in New York. I can just smell an older man here. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I couldn't help that, but this is just (laughs) what I feel it is. Because they have this, particularly with a woman, you have to be so soft and loving and, oh, yeah, oh, God loves you, I love you, all that. No. You know, when you are spiritual, I mean truly spiritual, you see the truth more easily. That's why I even said what I say now, Bill. This is what it means to be spiritual. You are clear. You are down to the point. You are not messing up your truth. You say your truth because you see it very, very clearly. And when I see a political situation like you see in America today, where you have a president who says out loud, you know, oh, yes, I'm helping you all, and the economy is better than ever in the whole world, you know. And then one month later, when the people don't have their paychecks coming in, they stand in the hunger lines, you know, they stand asking for food because they have no food at home and they have children and houses and they have animals, they have pets. They have all those true values. And then in the richest country in the world, presumably, people, half the people, stand in line to ask for food without being, without being able to pay for it. And now I'm not supposed to speak up because that's the clear and true picture. And that is when you are truly spiritual, you see that and you acknowledge that and you say something is not right here. And that is what it means to be healer, to see what's wrong. You go to the cause of it. So that way, I thank you for your question, Bill. But I stand by this. If you're spiritual, you are able to face the truth. And I see that in my healing sessions, so that those people who get angry 
when I kind of tell them, maybe it sits with you. Maybe the problem is you. And I have had widows who have had husbands die, die like 10 years ago, and they're still inept. They're still not able to clear their life to make a life for themselves. They're still feeling sorry for that husband they lost. And I say, yes, he's gone, but, you know, he's happy where he is. But you now have to look after yourself. And you are more sorry for yourself and that you are lonely and you have to take care of yourself because he helped you, he cooked your coffee, you know, he made your breakfast every day. He was there, he was a wonderful man, and you see that now. And now you feel really sorry. And I'm saying this to everyone out there. When you have family, show your appreciation to them right now. Show appreciation to your kids, even if you're stuck at home with kids or getting bored. Love them. And with your spouses, with your partners. Just be happy that you have each other. It's wonderful to have someone else. And I've been widowed twice, and I have been divorced once. And, you know, it's not easy to leave relationships behind. It's very hard, and I see this with divorced people, how bitter many of them can be with those spouses who kind of left them. Of course, it's it's horrible to have that situation, but you have to get over the past. So that is what is. So spiritual means moving forward, being clear, and be truthful. The truth is not always easy and not even uh, that beautiful, you know, but it's there. And uh, this is what it is all about, to be truthful. And then we have another thing here. Let's see. I'm always tired. Why? And that's Lori saying that. So, Lori, so you are uh, so like middle-aged, I suppose, and uh, and woman, and... Uh, you're always tired. You know, first of all, go to doctor and have your blood checked. I think that's important when you start to feel unnecessarily tired. So you have that out of the way. You know it's nothing physical. Don't ask a medical intuitive or a healer first. Ask the doctor first so you can rule out like certain mechanical things like, oh, you don't have enough iron. And, uh, oh, it could be like, uh, uh, what do you call it, urinary tract infection. And if the doctors say you have that, it makes you really tired and even feverish at times, you don't necessarily need to take the antibiotics. You can take, you know, cranberry capsules. Or if there are no cranberry capsules in your country, get juices, you know, cranberry juices, but maybe they have sugar in them, so buy the cranberry powder and make your own juice and drink that a lot, a lot, a lot. So that helps it. It might take, it might go quicker than when you use the antibiotic. If you're using antibiotic, use also probiotic because that No one tells you those things, that the antibiotic 
sticks, they disturb, they ruin the flora, you know, in your stomach, which means that you get out of balance, and now you're ready to have other problems after that. So you have to take the probiotic. Otherwise, I think it's a little bit exaggerated with the probiotics, you know, the way it's selling it all over the place. If Some people use it to be constipated, when they're constipated, and you can use magnesium for that. Just take the doses that they say on the on the on the little uh, jar, and take that, and that usually is, puts you back in in a regular mode. You know, so there are so many little natural things you can do with everything. So anyone, anyway. So if you you say you sleep enough, maybe you sleep too much. I have seen that too. You know, the energy that you are using, you get more of. So if you sleep a lot and you sleep even more, you get more and more and more sleepy. I've seen that too. Some people don't require much sleep. I personally am one of those people. If I sleep a lot, I sleep six hours, and that's more than plenty for me. And I do that at times to catch up. But you see that on my emails that I set up my send off my emails like early morning, like one two in the morning, and then you see I'm on the email list again like seven in the morning because I don't need that much sleep. I need maybe a little bit more now than when I was younger. When I was younger, I only had four hours of sleep. So for me, sleep. If I sleep a lot, I get sleepier and sleepier. So um, the other thing is that you get sleepy. Maybe you have food sensitivities, and that's very, very common. You're eating the wrong foods. The wrong foods are often foods based on sugar or flour. But it can be things like tofu, and tofu, any tofu product, unfortunately. So check that out. So um, how do you check that out where you can do the muscle test and you can Google muscle test or ask someone who knows it? How do you do that? You take the food. Let's say you can take an orange in one hand and then you stretch out the arm on the other side. And uh, you will, uh, if you now imagine your arm carrying the orange or apple or whatever it could be in that one hand. If it feels heavy and it's weak, you know, you cannot lift it up anymore, that means you shouldn't eat oranges. But just ask someone who knows. It's a very common test to do the muscle test. I noticed more or less everyone knows it by now. If you don't, I can explain it better in an email to you. So, um, and uh, what do I say here, too? What are the biggest problems on Earth? Oh, God, yeah, we see that now, don't we? The biggest problems, of course, to me, I see global warming and lack of water as serious problems. And what is the foundation for that? The ignorance, the stupidity of human beings. I can hear silence somewhere. As, you know, ignorance is to be nice. The ignorance of people, of countries, of leaders, 
But I like to say it plainly, the stupidity. Because when you are plain stupid, you don't want to listen to certain facts. You may be an egomaniac and say, I know it all, you know. So it's the stupidity of leaderships in some countries, the ignorance to be nice. And then another thing is not to put your understanding to consequences. We have had this male rule in the world with war, one war after the other, of violence and just disturbing nature, upsetting everything around you. Do you ever think about consequences of all this? We live the consequences now, and you continue to create more consequences. What is the matter with you, you know, leadership out there? And us people, too. We could help it all, you know. Again, I'm being back to being political, but I cannot help that. I have to say this because we live with this. And now, of course, in all this, we have the greed back. That is a big problem on earth. So it comes back to this, and then we come back to fear. Fear of the people not daring to stand up. And don't we see that now? We see that in a political party where people don't dare stand up and speak out. What is the matter with nice human beings who know love and know also little light? Why do you show these crazy qualities like ignorance, lack of understanding, consequences, the fear, you know, the greed. Why do you allow that to kind of flourish right now? So anyway, I know so you listen to this because it's upbuilding. And you listen there for, for someone said that the other day, I want to listen to your show for my Helena Fix. And that's what I'm going to give you now. My Helena Fix. And that is through the meditation and some good constructive words. Yes, that is what it is all about in this life. Love. Isn't that so? Love and light. This is what it is all about. It doesn't mean you cannot get angry at times. It doesn't mean you cannot recognize the mistakes at times. It doesn't mean you shouldn't criticize at times. But love and light is what comes first in everyone's consciousness, in everyone's life. And you take a deep, deep breath now. And in my meditations, they're more than meditations. They are like a process, a cleaning process through your mind, through your subconscious mind. And that is what we're going to do now. And I'm going to play background music, if you can hear it on air, I'm not sure. But the music I'm playing always in my sessions, well, most of the time, is with Stephen Halpen. Stephen Halpen. And the disc, the CD I'm using with his um, 
uh, with him now is Gifts of the Angels. And you get it at www.innerpeacemusic.com. And my name is Helena Steiner Hornstein. You find me on speakingtoyourheart.com and bodysoulconnection.com. And I have books and I have CDs and I have MP3s with meditation. Order all CDs and meditations, whatever shape, whatever mode they come in, through me, not through Amazon anymore. It is just taking too much effort for me to send it to Amazon. So come to me through my website. Anyway, be good, take care of yourself. And now begin to relax and relax and relax. You take a deep breath and know that within you there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place is called I am the light. And that peace within you, that energy of love and light that you feel as a peaceful energy, as a flow of energy that goes through you, beginning in your heart, in your chest area, and spreading out all over your body. And you take a deep breath. Your eyes are closed and your whole body is relaxed. Your feet, your legs, your thighs. And a feeling of relaxation is going through your spine. It strengthens your spine, though. And it strengthens your shoulders and your arms, preparing your arms for action. Later on in the day, you are so relaxed. So completely, completely relaxed. You take a deep breath and you imagine yourself far, far away on the other side of this planet Earth. And it's night time. You still feel very safe and secure because you are on an island and you have total feeling and control that everything is safe on this little island. This is your own island. You have created this island in your own imagination. And now you look up in the sky And there you discover one star, one big star. It's twinkling. And it's twinkling more and more. And as it does, it seems to appear to turn green. It is now turning green, green. And you inhale that energy coming from the green star in the sky. And it comes to your chest, and you feel 
like a healing feeling in your chest area. And how this green light is spreading out all through your body. And now it shines all through your body. It shines on this green light and of a yellow light. And now you begin to feel stronger and stronger and stronger within you. You take a deep breath. And now you communicate with that star. It's like it wants to talk to you. And now you're saying, send me light, send me energy, make me strong, tune me in to your stardom star. And you receive energy that is flowing over the sky. It's like a ray of light that is now funding you. And as you look up in the sky, you see even more and more light coming from the star. This is white, shiny, sparkling light. It's coming into your head, through your head, into you, into your being, into your heart, into your stomach, cleansing. And I'm saying clear, clear, making you cleaner, cleansed, making you stronger and stronger and stronger. Yes, you know you are a spiritual being, and as such, you are always connected with the white light, and you are now connected with this light. How you love being in the light. You inhale the light and you feel positive. You smile. You smile more and more and more. How you love this light. And who is the light? What is the light? This is the God energy. It's not the he or she. It is just Energy, he, she, it, 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 more than we can imagine. The God energy is Father, Mother, and more, much, much more. And this energy shines as the light as it enters your thoughts, your heart, your body, and you feel more and more and more secure. You know who you are. You are a shiny light on this earth. And you can do good, starting with loving the light within you. And now you love the light within someone else, maybe your partner. And you send light to your partner. And it makes you feel good somehow, and more and more light goes through you, because as you give light, more light is coming to you, and that is the idea with the light. Once you channel the light, 
to receive more and more and more. It will never end. When you give of your human effort, it will eventually end, and you will feel depleted and tired. Now you give of the universe. Universe goes through you, strengthens you, and you forward that energy to someone you want to see healed. This is how we heal each other. You can send this healing energy to the room where you spend the most time. You can send it to your bed where you sleep. You can send it to the food that you are preparing. You can send this light all over the place. You can send it to your friends. You can also send it to your enemies. You send it to friends, but also to foes. You send it to those that you have problems with. And they are returning their problems to you. So you send them light, and the light goes to them more and more. You are so in harmony, so completely in harmony. And now you begin to realize who you are that you are truly a child of the light. This is what it means to be created in the image of God. It's the light. It's been there all along, and this truth has been written. It's just been masked for human beings to understand it was punishable through with death. If you knew this truth, because those in control didn't want you to know that, but now you know that, and you are grateful, very, very grateful. You take a deep breath, and now you experience peace and quiet within you. Light is still shining through you. And you notice all darkness of the night has disappeared. And instead of a small island out in the ocean, you stand on mainland, feeling safe and secure, surrounded by big trees, standing on green grass, and feeling absolutely wonderful about your day. You take a deep breath. You are safe. You are secure. You know that the light is your birthright. It belongs to you too. It does. And I am ending on this note. Open your eyes when I say so. First, we count to seven, so when you have been deep down, you are now coming back again. Number one, number two, three, four. You 
stop for a moment and just breathe in and feel love, love in my heart. How I trust the light. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven, you open your eyes again. And this is Helena Steiner Holstein speaking to you over my podcast, Our Wondrous World, which runs on on my website, speakingtoyourheart.com, or on Block Talk Radio. And this is maybe how you reach me this time. This session, this program is copyrighted, but you can refer to me as much as you want to, and even forward this show to someone else who you see, and someone who you feel needs this meditation particularly. So now be good. Love yourself. This is where it starts. Love the light within you. This is what it means, loving yourself. So you are the light. This is the way. And this is your truth. Again, this is Helena Steiner-Holstein. And we see you soon. I'm looking forward to that. Have a good couple of weeks before I see you again. Thank you so very much. Be good. Take care. Bye.